0: Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to the Turfy Show. I am John Mann and to my right, or to my left, or center stage, is my lovely wife, Mary. How the hell have you been?
1: I am well. Thank you for that introduction. I uh, I think you just need the music to do it properly. I
0: think, I think so too.
1: That's the problem. We just, or maybe we just need Podbean. I don't know.
0: Maybe we do need it in our life. Like I don't like to say that we need something.
1: But that music, I mean, I really changed that intro. Really. It did. And you introduced me proper. It wasn't like, hey, this is my wife, Mary.
0: Maybe that's why you haven't been happy. You haven't had intro music. I haven't not had a proper introduction. <laughs> Sorry. I
1: had the, the amp up coming into this podcast. I haven't had that like, yeah, it's time. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe it's that dopamine that I need and then the proper introduction from you.
0: Yeah, I mean, dopamine is hard to come by these days.
1: Yes. Sorry, I was making sure that was a fly and not a well, because it's a big uh,
0: Well I saw it I saw it like flying. I was like, Well it's definitely not a spider unless twenty twenty three is getting fucking wild.
1: Who knows? It could be. Who knows? I mean the world's on fire.
0: It's been on fire for a while. But you know, like we're kind of uh we've re- reinvented ourselves a little bit here. Coming mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Doing something a little different. Mm
1: -hmm. We've kind of tried all the different, like, I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. We've kind of gone all over the place.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We went to Twitch for a minute. We went to YouTube for a minute. We went back to Twitch. We went to just recording just us. We're just trying to figure out. Our brand. Our brand. What we want the podcast to look like. We don't want it to be work, but we still want to be consistent. Um,
0: and we also want it to be fun,
1: yeah, fun. And I, I want to be real, but I um
0: don't want to be crying,
1: I don't want to be crying, and I don't want to be too real. Uh, for our long time old timers that were there for every show, um, all those episodes are deleted. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: we had like 150 episodes just gone with the wind, and we're just like, we need to, uh, rethink this yeah i mean we're i mean i mean we could have archived them i do have them archived but it's just one of those things that sometimes some stuff is just better left
1: in the past in the past and i know we had like fun moments right like it's not like we didn't have fun moments or meet really cool people on here that we're still friends with um but you know it was time to move on and so we're we're just trying to figure it out. So, thanks for having us back on PodBean again. Um we're excited to be here for all of you that are getting the new episodes that are subscribed to our channel and notice the new logo change and brand change. We're like the Turfies 2.0. We we moved states, which we finally did, which we mm-hmm. were talking about. Um we bought a house. We I completely changed career fields. Uh, John got a promotion, and uh, we're still like getting our footing. We've been here a year, um, in our new location, and uh, it's it's crazy. I didn't think it would take us this long to acclimate and get our footing. And
0: you know what's crazy is, uh, when we were going strong with this podcast we were looking at cities every single week Mm -hmm. every week we were contemplating life every single week Mm -hmm. we were trying to do better with ourselves and all that stuff and this is one of the reasons of the rebrand is like we've accomplished all that and obviously like we weren't there to tell you about it because we were fucking busy but we accomplished all those things (laughs) and now we're like completely i wouldn't say completely different people but we're trying to figure out our next goal it's like hard because like usually you do like these types of goals and sometimes they're unachievable Mm -hmm. and then i don't think that you and i were ready for the the next step like when we got these goals like What are we going to do when we actually get these goals? Mm -hmm. Like, I think sometimes that we thought they were unachievable and we were just going to live our life the, the way it was.
1: Yeah, I don't know that we thought we were like we wanted to move and we were definitely stagnant and it was time to get out. But I don't think we thought we would actually move. I didn't think so. But now I'm here. And I want to move.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and the reality is we'll probably be here forever.
0: I mean, it's a decent reality. I mean, shit. Like, I think we moved in, like, the perfect timing of where our economy is at right now. Yeah,
1: for housing. and But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Who knows? You know? Who knows what the future holds? Um, Definitely achieved all our goals. And now we're like, okay, what's next? Yeah, we I mean, don't do yeah. well. We're not stagnant people. We don't do well. You know that, uh, I think it's American Dad with Stan and Haley where he gets her journal and it's go to work, go home, go to work, yeah. go home. Mm-hmm. We we do not do well as those kind of people.
0: No, we don't. And we've turned into those people.
1: For sure we have.
0: Like, we have turned into the go to work, go home, eat, go to work, go home, eat, and I guess rough on us.
1: Did you hang that sign up with a screw?
0: I hung that sign up with a screw that was already there. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Just to paint this picture for you guys, there is a... uh, Duct vent for like your heating and there's a sign hung up and it looks like John just straight up like took a screw and drilled it into our duct vent.
0: I mean I'm cool, but I'm not that cool. No, I hung up a lot of that stuff that was screws were already there. Oh, okay. So
1: Yeah.
0: The other stuff, I don't know. Well, I'll have to look behind it. I mean, but you could kind of see like All along, the top of the duct vent, there's, like, holes. So, I'm pretty sure some of them, like, I just screwed in, like, a screw that fit perfectly in that hole. Okay. It just so happens to be pretty fucking even Mm -hmm. with what's going on. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, it looks like I put a lot more work into that than I did, for sure.
1: Well, I don't want you screwing things into our air duct vent.
0: Well, I understand that. Okay but it looks like i planned that. Oh yeah. And i didn't plan
1: mm, that. Kind of. Um Yeah, kind of. Uh We had a birthday party today.
0: We did have a birthday party. And if you guys are unfamiliar, which a lot of you are, we have a dog. His name's Bruno. And like we got him when we a couple years into this podcast, a year into this mm-hmm. podcast, before we deleted everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he is now two years old.
1: He's a two-year-old. My baby. My little baby.
0: Like, it is so hard for me to kind of fathom.
1: That he's two? That he's two. It's. I feel like we just got him.
0: Yeah, like, I... So do I. I, I don't know, because Bruno has helped us in some very tough 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 situations right and just like our last dog he was there like we packed him around and we Mm -hmm. were living somewhere and then we uprooted his life and had him move somewhere else and like now it's kind of the opposite because we moved back and...
1: and then we got him a brother
0: yeah we did do that we did get him a brother.
1: Which we're a two dog household, which is wild.
0: It is wild. It's crazy. I uh, I didn't think we were ever gonna be a like dog owners again. I didn't either. And then like, I am so glad that I am a two dog household right now. Yeah, again.
1: they're so cute together. Like, I don't. I honestly do not think I'm gonna have dogs again after this for a while. I'm gonna try really hard not to, not because I don't want a dog, but like. I want to, there's just, I love my dogs and I will do anything for them. If you guys, I just threw a fucking birthday party for my dog. Yeah. Like cake, presents, bubbles, decorations, uh, outfits. I'm talking like my dog has an Instagram and is a semi influencer. That's how crazy I am about my dogs. Um, but that when you have dogs, there is a responsibility and people are like probably rolling their eyes. Cause they're like, well, that's how it is with kids. And it's like, well, we don't have kids, but we do have dogs and you can't leave them home for too long. You know, I'm mm-hmm. psycho yeah, fucking psycho. Agreed. About who watches my dog. And like, I barely even trust John to take care of my dogs. <laughs> like if I'm being totally honest, I'm like psycho about it. Um, and like if
0: Mary's gone for three to five days or a week or whatever, Mary is fucking calling me like did you fucking feed the dog mm- mm-hmm. did you feed the dog?
1: well, actually, if I'm gone like that, I um employ some help some help well, to be fair, you do work long hours so um just to ensure that they're Um, lifestyle is maintained, Mm -hmm. uh, but that is one good thing about being here is we do have like some options for dog sitting and like facilities that we can take them to and people we can have check in on them. So that, that is really nice, um, but yeah, so we had a birthday today. My doggie had a cake. There's a little local bakery. They're a dog bakery specifically. Um, and her cakes are cute as shit.
0: You know what makes me mad about those cakes, though? What? Is they smell fucking delicious. I know. Don't you want to bite? You know, like I do, and like I'm sitting there, and I'm pretty sure it's all human grade food. It like, is. Like we could probably eat it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this fucking cake smells better than any cake I've ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want a bite of it. Mm-hmm. it so does bad. Smell so good, huh? Mm-hmm. It was like the peanut butter and pumpkin. Mm-hmm.
1: It's peanut butter pumpkin spice, which I think is just applesauce to be honest. It is just applesauce. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and like honestly, like it smells fucking delicious. Mm-hmm.
1: And the lady who makes them is so cute. Like the first time I, uh, cause we had, uh, Bruno's brother Canton, our other dog's birthday last month. And I picked it up and it was like pro- like a hundred dollars less than I thought it would be. Just kidding. I fully expected it to be like
0: 50 bucks. Oh, I
1: was, like, expecting, like, 75.
0: I was was expecting 50. Well, you know what? You're probably right. 75.
1: And then I was expecting to tip on top of that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, that's just, you know, especially coming from a major city and, like, how crazy people are about their dogs there and, like, specialty boutique things like that just cost more money. They just Mm do, you know, especially when it's a local business. It just is what it is.
0: Absolutely. And this
1: lady, uh, this is her retirement gig. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's like twenty three dollars, like maybe twenty five. I think it was twenty three though.
0: It was like it was twenty four. Like, twenty four, like right in the middle. Twenty four yeah. with for a cake and four, four cupcakes. cupcakes. Yeah. And it's just like it's delicious. Yeah. Like it. Well, it smells delicious. And I she's like tried so it.
1: excited. I tr- when did you try to tip her? Because I tried to tip her last time, and she was like, "I'm Mm-mm. not having it."
0: I was having a moment, so I I, I needed to get out of there.
1: You got to get yourself under control and get to the
0: doctor. I know. But anyway, but I was, I was nice. She was actually kind of busy too. Mm-hmm. So like that kind of like helped out with mm-hmm. like the, okay, you're good to go. Tell Bruno I said happy birthday. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, we should do maybe not once a month, but we should do like a once a month or once every other month. Just like a special treat that we get the dogs.
1: Like the little cupcakes or something.
0: Or the treats because yeah. she like home makes and bakes treats that mm-hmm. are like hard treats. Just and to her like her cookies are so cute, too. Oh, yeah. Just to, like, give the dogs something special, for one, because we're fucking crazy, childless millennials that love our dogs too much. hmm And for two, just to support some, like, boutique-y local, local. business.
1: Yeah. Especially because I like being able to find that kind of stuff here.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, once you, like, especially here, like, if you find, like, a boutique place, I'm, like, fucking 100% in. hmm Or if it's, like, bougie, 100% in.
1: Anything that rem- resembles modern society,
0: one hundred percent in. Yeah. Like I'm all about that life. Like we have a couple places that are pretty cool, and but they're still. They're not quite to not my quite standard. There. Not you know? quite there. Like that one place we go to on the rooftop. Like yeah. that is totally my vibe. Totally my vibe. Their Love bartenders that place.
1: just haven't caught up yet.
0: No, like they're just—they're still pouring like fucking shitty drinks that you would mm-hmm. get at some random ass college like bar, like dive bar. Yeah, it's like, dude, you, you guys could upscale mm-hmm. that a lot. Like, y- you guys should charge fifteen dollars a cocktail, mm-hmm.
1: especially since it—they you can tell they put a lot of money into like refurnishing it and uh like really getting the vibe. Oh yeah, for sure, in. a
0: lot, a lot of money. Not a lot of people go there, but, like, it's busy, but it's not slammed. You know, so they have, like, a good clientele. You could tell that the clientele there want to be there for the vibe. Mm-hmm. They don't make the best drinks, but I think maybe if, like, people keep going maybe there. Maybe we
1: just drink beer when we go. Yeah. That's what I've decided. I mean, there's
0: one drink. now, actually, there was no cocktail there that was <laughs> fantastic.
1: Well, we went there a couple weekends ago, three weekends ago. I don't know when we went. And I threw up and I don't I didn't drink that much. You guys like when I say, oh, I threw up. It's not like I was like out getting wasted. Mm -hmm. It's just the okay. Well, first of all, they have a monthly special and the proceeds go to special needs kids in the area. So I was like, I'm only going to drink this monthly special. But it was so sweet. I think that and I don't I do eat sugar. Like, don't get me fucking wrong. Like I eat sugar, but I don't drink sugar. And I try really hard like i've cut candy out for the most part like i don't keep candy in my house like i used to so i think literally just like the sugar and the booze is what made me like so sick like it was that sweet
0: well at the end of the night i was like hey can we like top this with like club soda and like not fill it up all the way just to like kind of cut through the sweetness yeah because it was their best drink there it was
1: and it was good it was just too sweet for me
0: it was like a concentrated berry drink with Mm -hmm. like vodka or gin or whatever it was Mm in there which was okay, but it was just—it was really sweet.
1: Yeah, because I wasn't like fucked up, you know. Like I wasn't like.
0: I mean, well, we had down. We had like a huge ass dinner before that. Yeah, like we had went like to
1: lunch. We.
0: I hardly drank. No, wait, that was last week. Uh, last week or the week before, it was, like I hardly drank mm-hmm. because like I was so fucking full mm-hmm. that like. I couldn't really drink too much, mm-hmm. but we were just there because it's outside. It's the best patio in town, probably.
1: Agreed. I would hands down best patio in town. Yeah, you know, and I am a sucker for patio.
0: I mean, if we're gonna be here and it's gonna be ninety degrees and it's way sunnier than it ever was in Seattle, you gotta take advantage of those mm-hmm. those patio nights. You know. Agreed. You got to.
1: Well, especially because it's so yucky here in the winter.
0: Yeah, actually, like, but I it's didn't... not
1: that yucky.
0: I didn't mind the "quote unquote" yucky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was just snow,
1: mm-hmm. like, but I like snow,
0: and so do I. In Seattle, it's just fucking rainy. It's muddy. I mean, it's still green and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like you could still look in the mountains and or but your grass. But it is so
1: depressing.
0: But you don't fucking see sun for from nine months, October till July
1: fifth,
0: fifth, and October, November. That's like fucking nine months. You like rarely see sun. Mm-hmm. And like here, like it could snow a fucking three feet. And it could be shitty and cold. But the next day, it's going to be sunny all fucking day. Mm. And that actually does matter, I think. It does. Like just to have a little bit of sunshine in your life, it fucking matters.
1: I just wish we had a little bit more access. Like I think we went too far on the spectrum i i what i would really like i thought about this like obviously i'd love to live in new york for like a year and we'll do that later in life right like when we don't have dogs um but i would like like a medium-sized city like a salt lake a boise um a charlotte an indy like something that's not giant like it doesn't need to be like seattle la manhattan austin well i guess austin's kind of a smaller city but
0: um i mean bigger than but like then again like seattle is technically a smaller city
1: yeah i guess so um
0: you want a large town that's not quite a city
1: yeah like i i want more access really i just want i want better flight schedule I want more You want concerts. somewhere with an a
0: international airport.
1: I do want somewhere with an international airport. It like, is killing me. Mm-hmm. Like, that is one thing that's, like, actually killing my soul a little bit.
0: I mean, our regional airport, I will give them the benefit. It's
1: better than it could. It ha- Like, sorry, go ahead.
0: Like, it is, like, a pretty, pretty decent regional airport. Like, it goes to multiple states, like, one-ways just sometimes you have to pick and choose your days Your days that you go
1: and I should be okay and this is something I know I should be grateful that it's just one layover right like I know other people have to go like regional to regional to international to their destination so I am just a I lived in Seattle I'm used to having direct flights everywhere I go
0: Mm. Well it's crazy cuz like I did a lot of traveling to Memphis and back and even Memphis it is like quote unquote larger city but their airport fucking sucks cuz they are their international airport but everything they do is regionalized yeah. you have to get a connector flight to go to Memphis pretty much like there is very rarely a one way to Memphis you either have to go somewhere in their regional range mm-hmm. to get into Memphis. So it's like, fuck, man. Like, Memphis is a big, big city, bigger mm-hmm. city. Yeah, it has a basketball team, mm-hmm. you know. But yet, like, their airport is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to go fly an hour somewhere, get on the connector, and fly to where you're going. Like, I know people that live in big cities that hard, had a hard time getting into Memphis. Right and they always had to stop at a regional airport to get into Memphis.
1: It's fair,
0: you know. So, like I I just feel like we were really lucky where we lived in Seattle and where we live now in Salt mm-hmm. Lake. And somewhat even Boise, like mm-hmm. there those are a few like really good regional international airports.
1: Uh, honestly, Salt Lake is like awesome for directs. Like I can pretty much mm-hmm. get anywhere I need to get out of Salt Lake. Yeah. Which well, I Well, mean- and
0: and if you can't Mm-hmm. Denver's like forty five minutes away, and you could get fucking pretty much anywhere in the world from there.
1: Right, I and listen, I'm like also such a princess about it. Um, did, have did you ever uh go to Denver Airport? Yeah. Okay, so you know most
0: of my time was in Denver because every single try to every single time I tried to get on the Texas layover and flight, mm-hmm. never made it. hmm. Every single time I try to get into Texas, fucking, nope, you're not going there. So it was either.
1: You didn't stand by when you went to Denver though, huh? No. How did those flights look? The Denver ones? Yeah. Easy to get on. Okay.
0: But I have stand from Memphis to Denver and it was really easy to get on.
1: No, you stand by uh, Memphis to Salt Lake that's when i picked you
0: up oh yeah you're right Mm -hmm. but i bought the okay so i did buy the tickets the day of memphis to denver denver to salt lake okay so i I mean there's seats available available unless there's someone like me that buys them the fucking one hour before the flight
1: but that's that's like work situations i just i'm just trying to plan our denver trip but i like denver is a tough airport because it's so big their tsa line's so long well Um, i don't like it
0: because it's it's practically three separate airports, mm-hmm. you know, and then to get anywhere, you have to take the train mm-hmm. to get to like your area of where you're going or your, your flights. your like your...
1: unpopular opinion. People are going to come at me. Oh, go mm-hmm. ahead. Sorry.
0: Well, so it's difficult. Like when me and maybe you'll find this out because we're probably going to stand by when you're standbying or if you have a connecting flight, it's fucking stressful. Because you have to be somewhere super quick. And if you're at the third airport, way over here, and then you have to be at the first airport at the very fucking end, you know, you have to end if you don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to be, like, fucking following people and fucking, I hope I get there.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, Denver is tough. Uh, I would rather do LAX than Denver and I'm going to, we're going to have people come at us in the comments because of that statement. Um, and maybe it's cause I flow, like I've done LAX so many times that I just know like which bay I need to be into, which bus I need to get on, where I need to go, how I need to get there, what, like all the things, how to get to the Uber line. And so maybe that's why I'm like, Oh, I like LAX better, but
0: I mean, but LAX is so fucking bad. When we got dropped off one time going to Disney, they didn't know where to drop us off. They dropped us off to the international line. Mm. And that took us for fucking ever you're to get to where wrong. we were.
1: I'm going to be honest, too. And traveling solo is way easier than traveling with you. I can see that. You're, you're. I don't want to say you're tough to travel with. Like, you're fine everywhere else except for the airport.
0: And the airplane, probably.
1: <laughs> well good news, or bad news for you, is we, like, from here on out, we probably won't sit together unless we get, like, extremely lucky.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, But LAX, that's a tough one. And, like, the Seattle airport, it was good. But I've heard a lot of bad things lately. Because it is, it's easy to, like, navigate and easy to, to manage to where you're going. But right now, it's just so fucking busy. You can't get anywhere.
1: Yeah, it's you can't even walk down the aisles in. And honestly, so for us in SeaTac, we primarily flew Alaska, mm-hmm. so we only ever hung out in that one section of the airport.
0: Yeah, and that's uh. that's how everyone is though, because. Alaska is a Seattle base, so
1: right, but like kind of like
0: how like Salt Lake Delta controls Salt Lake, pretty much.
1: So say you're like trying to stand by, and you can have like a ten o'clock. You could get on in Alaska, you can't get on the ten o'clock, and then you have a ten thirty to try to get on at Delta.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you aren't gonna make it. No, I tried that shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, there's a little bit of a difference between you and I. Is you always get on your standby flights? And I usually never get on my standby flights, ever.
1: I know. Well, we're about to do some serious standbying together.
0: Yeah, I'll be in New York or wherever we're at, and you'll be at home, like, hanging out with the dogs. I'll be like, I'm just waiting to get home, babe. Nothing to see here.
1: Honestly, like, if that was a situation, I'd probably send you home. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I mean, honestly, it is easier to manage tickets and stuff when you have good internet and you're at home and you have a computer, because there's a lot of times where you weren't going to make a flight Towards so like, okay, let me buy this for you. Yeah. And, like, some shuffle some stuff around with the tickets, mm-hmm. like, at home, mm-hmm. you know, while you're trying to figure stuff out, send you the codes, do this and that, and then you get on a flight versus, like, trying to do it, like, on your phone. And that's pretty difficult when you're trying to, like, shuffle flights and shit. hmm I mean, there's some things, like, a PC is just better for. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if, like, your person that you're buying tickets for is somewhere across the United States. Right. I mean, because there's been a couple times where I've done that for you, right?
1: I mean, I've not bought any of my own flights. Well, I mean, like, shuffled. managed any of my flights.
0: Shuffled tickets because of, like, weather or stuff that's happened.
1: And- yeah. Um. And I've stayed an extra night in a city before because we're like, yeah, there's no way I'm making that flight. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, that city I had a couch to sleep on. uh so you know that's that's a risky run. I think if you can get tickets for like you know seventy five to one hundred and fifty dollars is worth having that guaranteed ticket. but when they get into the three, four, five, six hundred dollars, it's worth taking the risk because even even if you have to get a hotel for a night, that's a hundred bucks, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's fifty bucks piece. So if you're saving you know three hundred dollars a piece,
0: yeah, I mean it adds up.
1: So yeah, we may spend a hundred, but we're saving five hundred
0: still. And like honestly, I haven't flown in a while that I've paid for like full price tickets. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a long, long while. Don't like- look
1: because I looked at Denver where we're like have a little bit of a time crunch. So I'm like, uh, is this a trip that it's worth doing the standby for? And then I looked at prices and You're I was like,
0: like Fuck, yeah, it is.
1: Well, we're gonna be trying to make it home Sunday and
0: well we have monday off right mm-hmm. yeah so that's good
1: that's why i think we should try to start coming home monday and i think i was gonna look sunday. At sunday yeah like even if we can only get into salt lake sunday we could take a flight out of salt lake monday you know what i mean yeah but or Dem- even the shuttle the that Denver trip Express. is gonna be really fun though like, oh my god i'm super pumped about it
0: like what exactly is it that we're doing
1: uh, So it's Great American Beer Festival. So it's the biggest beer festival in the country. Mm-hmm. And it has the most brewers attending in the country. And you basically just go around and sample craft beer.
0: That sounds fucking amazing.
1: I know. You weren't very excited about it. And I'm like, dude, this is your thing.
0: I was. I was excited about it. Like, I'm just not a very exciting emotional type person
1: i know i think we're down to just like the four of us i'm hoping our other friend goes
0: is it the four of us that are gonna like love each other yeah, Fuck
1: yeah. oh yeah like they're definitely our vibe yeah yeah
0: and they live like down south a little bit
1: mm-hmm, like new mexico gotcha yeah that'll be fun i know i hope our other friend from tennessee comes though yeah um for sure my friend that lives here won't come um and i don't think the other friend is going to come interesting but i hope our wild card comes
0: yeah i mean i think either two things are going to happen i'm gonna have a great time love it and be excited to come home or i'm gonna have a great time love it and not want to leave denver
1: yeah i am worried about that because i think denver is definitely like a good happy medium like i love denver Mm-hmm. I, I honestly did love Denver. My only, I will be honest, my only concern about this trip is I don't know Denver well enough to know, like, where to stay for us to be, like, in a safe area.
0: Yeah, neither do I.
1: And so, because um, I even thought about, which I think is a bad idea, because I thought about us all getting an Airbnb But I'm like, I don't, I mean, I know my friends from work, but I don't like know
0: them. (laughs) You don't know them that well. Right. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm like down to stay at whatever hotel they are at, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to share a house with them.
0: Uh, I mean, they could be serial killers. You never know.
1: They could be. No, I mean, but for real, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're definitely my friends and I'm super pumped like, to meet them. And I think we're going to have a great fucking time. But also it's like.
0: Well, it's one thing to like be friends with somebody, like a long distance relationship, mm-hmm. and then like hang out with them having fun. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to like live with them for a few days. Yeah, you know, right? Like there, those are like three very different things. You know, the long distance relationship that you guys have right now, like you guys are like best friends, BFFs. You know, and I'm sure like once we go to Denver, we'll be BFFs and we'll have the best fucking time ever. But like living with someone for a few days Mm
1: -hmm. totally different
0: totally different and for the first time maybe not i mean maybe next time yeah like
1: like maybe next time we all meet
0: if we turn it into like a once a year we're gonna fucking do this right we're gonna get a big airbnb and party it up and do this shit you know
1: yeah and like i mean maybe next year because the girl we're going with is a lot like me like she's psycho about cleanliness and like just things like how a lot of her ticks are the same as mine and like we've all talked about this because um
0: what about her husband or boyfriend?
1: I don't know much about him. Okay. I know that you're going to like him a lot. He seems very sweet. He seems very Seattle to be honest, like very like hipster. He's a brewer. He brews craft beer. Um
0: I mean it depends on how far Seattle you are. I mean, because, like, I lived in Seattle forever for 15 mm-hmm. years, but I don't think someone would look at me and look at my personality and be like, oh, he's so Seattle.
1: Yeah. I. He's, like, he's a childless millennial. There we go. Okay. Like. That works. That's into craft beer.
0: Um, okay. Best friends.
1: But we, I literally, last week, I was like, you guys, I'm surprised I still like you guys, because I'm such a fucking bitch. Like, I hmm. like people till I don't, and then I fucking hate you, and they're like but for real. And then my other friend goes, what if we all meet up and like absolutely hate each other? And I was like, that'd be so sad.
0: Well, all you'd have to do is like, give me and home dude a few drinks and we'll be best friends. Oh, for sure. I for- mean, it's the women I worry about. For oh, some- we're fine. For some reason, like there's always like a competition between women and like, oh, oh, That girl's a snatch or fuck that girl. Did you hear what she said about that person? Like women have like this weird, like seniority complex type thing to where like their way is better than everyone else's way.
1: Hmm. I don't think I'm like that.
0: Because you know what? Name one woman friend that you haven't talked mad shit about.
1: Oh, because I know I'm better.
0: And so does every other woman.
1: No, you are replying incorrectly.
0: Well, I know you're better than every woman, but every woman thinks that way. And men, we're just like, yeah, I mean, cool. Like, let's drink, like. Let's not talk about politics. And if you bring it up, I'm probably going to fucking hate you because we're going to disagree on something or we'll completely agree on something. But let's just drink, smoke a cigar, hang out, have fun, and then call it good. Like if there's personality quirks that we don't like about each other, we just won't talk about it. But women are going to judge every single step of the way for three days fucking straight.
1: I try not to be that way.
0: I mean, but it's like a... It, it is a thing.
1: Uh... Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know.
0: I think men just have, like, a easier time of...
1: Compartmentalizing?
0: Like, that and just dealing with the situation and, like, making the best of it. Like, if you... If you end up... Okay, let's just say we go to this... We're going to go to Denver, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. 100%. And let's just say we're at a nice restaurant and this person is just a snatch to the fucking hostess. I
1: can't do that though. Or that, waitress. Those are people I can't be friends with. So, good news. The friend we're going with, because I do have, like, I'm not. Uh, I'm let just you bully. saying.
0: I'm just saying. You're not going to let me bully?
1: No, I'm not going to let other people bully. Yeah. And I don't want to be associated with people that are like that. And honestly, that's probably my number one problem with who you're talking about. Number one fucking problem. I'm not problem. talking about anybody. Just... I know, but you are, but it's fine. Um, the good news. our fr- My friend that we're going with has worked restaurants and bars her whole life up until this point. So I know that it's going to be like very, it's going to be.
0: We're, we're going to have a lot of comments. Sounds like.
1: Yeah. like we. We're... I'm not
0: trying to like set a mood that we're not going to have a good time. Well, that's no, but
1: I—that is something that fucking triggers me, mm-hmm. hardcore, hardcore. I, I guess
0: bringing this back, that's why we don't get an Airbnb with people we don't truly know. Yeah, hardcore. I mean, that is the one hardcore thing though, is like people just being snatches for no fucking reason.
1: Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, you guys, I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I'm not high maintenance. I am very high maintenance, but I am self-contained. And you're gonna be like, what the fuck does that mean, you dumb bitch? Like, here's the thing is that I literally keep snacks in my purse. I travel with everything I need. Because I know if I'm hungry, like, I can ruin everybody else's time and trip. Like, if I ruin John's trip, I don't give a fuck. Uh, he's married to me, so he's got to deal with it. Like, not being a dick, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I understand. Like... But, like, when we travel in groups of people, like, I make sure that for that trip, I have everything that I could possibly need so that I'm not, caught, like, imposing on other people's trip.
0: The, You're not the one.
1: I'm not the one. The only time that I have ever thrown a complete and utter fit is this one time we got to an Airbnb and they didn't have a coffee maker. And the person that booked the airbnb would not call the host and i was like okay if you're not going to call the host then give me the keys
0: well that you asked if there was a coffee maker there because you're like hey is there a coffee maker because if there's not like i will bring my coffee maker
1: i did actually i i actually yeah did
0: because you are one of those people that i need my coffee in the morning 100 percent. so we're like hey is there a coffee maker there if there's not i'll pack one i will pack one
1: and we, this was a drive trip, so, like, I definitely could have put a coffee maker in the van. Mm-hmm. Like, no big deal, right? Like, even, like, a little K-cup coffee maker, like, one of those little janky ones that aren't yeah. a K-cup. Like, I have one of those for situations like this. And, and they said, yes.
0: we're good. We're good. Coffee is taken care of. Yes. All we need to do is bring the beans.
1: Right. Like, I can go a whole weekend without any booze whatsoever and still have a great fucking weekend. But I cannot go a whole weekend without coffee. Like no fucking way. Um, I have literally taken a taxi cab before Uber. This was before Uber. I have literally paid twenty five dollars for a taxi to take me to get coffee when a hotel did not have it, and everybody thought I was crazy. Well, nobody else was awake. I'm not gonna like i didn't want to inconvenience anybody else like we there was one car there for everybody that was like on this vacation because we flew in a lot of the family flew in i literally was like i woke up and i was like i i need coffee this hotel doesn't have coffee there isn't coffee in walking vicinity so i ordered a taxi so that's how i am but so this trip that i'm talking about that there was not a coffee pot when we arrived at the airbnb i was like hey we need to call the host Yeah. And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, then we need you need to drive me down to that store down there to buy a coffee pot. Like, I'll purchase it with my own money. I understand. Like, everybody wants to have a good time right now. But, like, I promise you.
0: If you want to have a good time, get this bitch some coffee.
1: Like, the other 12 people in this cabin right now are not going. Like, I'm going to get booted out from this yearly trip if you do not take me to get coffee. Mm Mm-hmm so we oh,
0: oh good keep going
1: so they all they had was like this percolator coffee maker and so i got it and turns out everybody else felt the same way i feel about coffee but did not express it until the next morning when we were like literally trying to strain coffee like pour over style through this percolator And then that like the person finally broke down and called the host. And then they were like, oh, my God, there's not coffee makers there and brought us three.
0: Yeah. Like. But like the thing is, that was funny about that is like what you just said. Everybody thought the same thing. Oh, everybody did. I need my fucking coffee. Why is there no coffee here?
1: Yeah. No, it was
0: like a thing. Yeah. And you just ended up saving the day.
1: I did. Uh, so but like that's the thing right like I am willing to take my coffee pot on fucking vacation with me if I have to. <laughs> um, I even ha- like I've actually now that like technology has gone better and like there's all these things like I even have this coffee that you can brew like tea. But It's last
0: resort coffee but. You should start bringing like they've come if you buy like high end instant coffee like it's come a long way.
1: I might try it for like vacationing right mm-hmm. like. I mean but most of the time it's fine like even the coffee this morning we had at the diner like was it the best coffee of my life no did it do the job yeah like I wasn't mad about it
0: it's just is there coffee
1: yeah is there coffee so what is
0: up with like hotel coffee though because they give you these k-cups and they are like the weakest fucking coffee like even to me like I'm a caffeine sensitive person and like even I'm like man you guys could do better like you can make this coffee a little stronger
1: well if you've ever noticed, if the lobby has coffee, I walk. I go down to the lobby in the morning and get coffee.
0: Oh, for sure, but like, why even put that option in your room if like? Because sometimes
1: lobbies don't have coffee, and some people don't. Some people aren't like as shameless as me, where I'll walk down with like my ponytail on the side of my head and my sweatpants and flip flops and get coffee. Yeah, like hotel I don't...
0: coffee is like the worst. Like, the ones in the room.
1: No, it's all bad. Which, you shouldn't make coffee in that anyway, but that's a whole other subject. Yeah,
0: you're probably right. But, I don't know.
1: So, anywho, I, the the whole moral of this is like, yes, I am very high-maintenance, but I'm self-contained. And so, that's, that is when I judge other women. That's fair. And I don't judge them when they're high-maintenance to their husbands but when they, like, affect everybody around them because they're so Mm high-maintenance. But aside from that, I don't really, like, judge. Got you. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: it makes perfect sense.
1: But, I mean, people, I guess, could judge us because you, like, you go to my every beck and call, quote-unquote. Not in, like, an unhealthy way, but, like...
0: I mean, yeah, I I guess so. Like, I definitely cater to my wife, you know. But I
1: think husbands
0: do. But, like, most of the time when we're at these functions, I mean, there's a a person or two that, like, yeah, like, I really want to hang out with this person and or whatever. But the majority of the time, it's, like, honestly, like, the only person here that I really want to hang out with is my wife. You know, like, I'm having fun, like, hanging out with everybody you know that's not what i'm trying to say but like i'm not having so much fun to where like i can't go somewhere
1: then if i was like hey and like
0: quote unquote inconvenience myself for like three minutes to take care of you right something
1: like even if i if we were like say we were renting a cabin in the woods and i was like hey babe i really want to go on a walk but i don't want to go by myself like you would be like okay yeah i'll come with you like no big deal
0: and I think that's the thing. It's like, I'm never having so much fun that like, I won't ever do something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like.
1: But we also aren't like, if we're in a group setting like that, like we like, say we're in a group setting like that and we're playing a big board game, like we won't sit next to each other because we do want to like engage with everybody else. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that like, we're not like having a great time together.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're having fun, like being in a group setting. But, like, if you're across the table and, you know, we're playing on different teams, like, we're still engaged with each other. We're just engaging in different ways and including everybody.
1: Right. But you're not going to cater to me so much that you're going to, like, tip the game for me to win.
0: No. Fuck no. Fuck that shit. No, I think, like, how you and I are, we're more of, like, we're going to have fun no matter what. Mm-hmm. You and I. And you and I are going to try our hardest to include everybody Hi, else.
1: Hi, Light Bright. Welcome in.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah, no, like, 100%. Like, we include everybody else in our fun.
1: 100%.
0: You know? And yeah. I, I think that's what is special about us.
1: I, I would agree. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that is where I'm high maintenance. I only do what I want to do, though. Like, I don't do things. I say that, but it's fucking a lie. We are, like, such people pleasers when it comes to our family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so John is what we like to call indoorsy. And I grew up, like, hunting, fishing, camping, all the things. Um, So I grew up, like, in the wilderness. My family's idea of a vacation was going to, like, Yellowstone or driving for four hours in the mountains and then just picking a spot and being like, this looks good to camp in, right? Like, mm-hmm. Lord help us. Hopefully we can get out of this, like, wherever we are. So, John's brother-in-law is very, like, mountain man, outdoorsy, like, can look at a plant and tell you if it's poisonous, tell you what you can eat, what you can't eat. Like, he can look at the berries and tell you, like, yeah, that one's safe, that one's not safe. He'll, like, look which, at the...
0: Which, by the way, it seems like every plant is poisonous.
1: <laughs> I know, baby. Uh, so... I mean,
0: so I asked him if he had bear spray, because we're kind of, like different in seattle like there's actually wildlife here
1: well and the wildlife here is pretty acclimated so like they'll just come it's definitely
0: very active sorry to interrupt but um and he's like yeah i got bear spray it just so happens to shoot lead bullets Mm -hmm. you know yeah like he's he's definitely a mountain man
1: like definitely a mountain man so john is not he john has been camping like twice his entire life and it was very much so glamping like when you came with my family they really did it up for you
0: well i'm i'm not saying they didn't but that was still not in a bit.
1: so anywho uh last weekend john's brother-in-law was like hey i'm gonna take the kids hey 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 how are you
0: what's up
1: i know we haven't been here for a minute uh so uh john's brother-in-law's like hey do you guys want to go huckleberry picking with us and i was like fuck yeah like I have not been since I was a kid. Like, my dad took me every single season. It's, like, core memory in my mind, right? So, if basically, if you've ever been huckleberry picking, which unless you're, like, specific to this area, you haven't. But, like, think about, like, hiking in the wilderness. Like, no trail. Like, you got to walk through the bushes. Like, you're going to see bear poop. There's going to be ticks. There's going to be bugs. Um... Like, you're really going to have to, like, walk through underbrush to get where you're going. And there, I will say, like, where his brother-in-law took us, I'm grateful, because there was a little bit of a trail. John would not get off. Like, this, like, it literally was, like, not even a foot-wide trail. Like, it was just, like, enough people had been Huckleberry picking that there was kind of a resemblance of a trail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And John, like, literally... I mean, there was some
0: horse tracks.
1: Uh, Yeah, like, you you could maybe maybe get your horse through there i would a, not recommend it
0: i saw horse tracks there so okay. someone did nope.
1: okay well those weren't horse tracks but that's okay um well
0: what do horse tracks look like like a horseshoe because those were definitely a horseshoe okay, okay. horse tracks. okay i saw what i saw mary
1: okay you did see what the you poop
0: thought? probably better but the tracks okay definitely horses
1: so anywho we're like you know we're picking berries i'm up in like the bushes and john's literally taking a picture of every bush i touch to make sure that i'm not gonna die but we have no cell service so i don't know i i think in his mind he's like well I, if i take a picture of every bush my wife touches if she goes into anaphylactic shock i can show the doctor when we get to the hospital
0: well that and when i got cell service it actually shows me like what plant it is okay that way like if it was poisonous i could get cures.
1: Uh, right, okay, so point being, John's like, I'm not pu- I'm not fucking picking any huckleberries. Like, in his mind, he was like, no. Nope. And like he literally was like, if we weren't standing in an area that there was shade and you had to go into the bushes to go into shade, he just stood in the fucking beaming sun. And it was probably like 90 degrees, 100 degrees that day.
0: Yeah, it was pretty hot.
1: He's like, nope, not doing it. So... <laughs> uh. Why am I telling this story?
0: But in my defense, like Mary did not like prime me to go hiking. I asked her, she's the fucking expert. I was like, hey, do I need like long pants? Do I need like anything special to like go hiking or whatever up here where you've been before? She's like, oh no, shorts are fine. (laughs) Shorts are fine. You're good. I wear shorts. Shorts are not fine. The first thing my mom said to me when she, when I got out of the car, she's like, John, Wear your pants and long socks. I was like, Mary said I was fucking fine.
1: And we were fine. Yeah. I wore shorts.
0: Yeah, you're right. But anyway, where were you going with this? But anyway, the thing is, I, I may be considered indoorsy and that's fine. But there was a tick on me.
1: Oh, people pleasing. So John went and did this whole thing. Uh, even though he like definitely did not want to, even before we got there. He's like, I don't wanna go rummage around in some bushes looking for some berries. Can we just go to the farmer's market and buy some? And I was like, Yeah, but your family's trying to hang out with us, so we need to go.
0: I mean, in my defense, like everything except for a bear attack happened that I thought was gonna happen. There was ticks, there was bugs, there was poisonous plants.
1: It did not help that your brother in law was like, don't touch that plant, you guys. Oh, shit. That looks like bear poop. Yeah, I'm like, fucking shut your mouth. Like, tell us, but don't tell John, please.
0: I mean, I can hear things.
1: I know. But the tick thing. The tick thing. That's You fair.
0: know, like, there's some tick but diseases. But ticks are really common here. They are, but there's some tick diseases out there, and if you get bit by a tick, not all the time, it's rare, but you could develop an allergy to red meat. Like, that would be miserable. Like, imagine that. I imagine would die. Imagine you go fucking huckleberry picking because it's so much fun. You get bit by a tick. And then all of a sudden, for the rest of your life, you're allergic to red
1: meat. I would die. Literally.
0: I mean, yeah. Like, red fucking meat.
1: My dog's crying because you got so dramatic. He could hear
0: you. Yeah, and Lightbright's sister has had Lyme disease from a tick bite, oh, and that's fucking terrible. That
1: is a big deal. Like, and Lyme disease is so hard to treat too.
0: And it's like fucking bugs, man. Did you know? Okay, back to bugs. Like mosquitoes. Did you know mosquitoes are the number one killer in the world? Like, for people and animals. Like mosquitoes kill more people than any other animal in the world. I believe it. Fucking mosquitoes. I believe it. And you want to take me out in the fucking wilderness where there's mosquitoes and ticks and like bears are fine. At least you could see them coming.
1: (laughs) At least they're not. Fucking ticks, just just, they just.
0: I didn't even feel it. The only reason I saw it is because I looked down and I was like, "Oh my god, there's a fucking tick."
1: There is a lot of ticks here. Yeah, I will give you that. Like, there is a lot of ticks here. Oh
0: gosh! Yeah, Lyme disease puts her in the hospital at least twice a year. That's fucking terrible.
1: Well, and it's like really hard to detect too. Honestly, like it takes like I don't know any of those sort of diseases that appear as autoimmune. Like I swear to God, doctors are like, "Yeah, fuck you." And well, maybe that, that's what our friend has.
0: Well, that you actually like pretty much have to take a picture of the tick to find out what tick it was. I'm I'm generalizing here. So the doctor could run a test to figure out if it's this disease that you got from this tick that one time that you got bit,
1: mm-hmm. you know, and Lyme disease does make you go like kind of crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't need to go crazier. Okay. so. I mean, like I'm fine hiking just as long as I don't get on my Jeep.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I'll go up in the wilderness all fucking day long mm-hmm. driving my Jeep,
1: mm-hmm.
0: cool trails and everything.
1: We're, we're, well, I'm hoping that we're able to go meet a friend, a work friend from Montana to do a trail. And he's like, Yeah, and there's this really cool spot you have to hike into. And I was like, Fair warning, we don't hike, but we won't hike with you, but we'll hike in the Jeep with you. Yeah. And he's like, Fair enough.
0: I mean, like, I'm fine, like, hiking in the Jeep and like getting like super deep in the woods, find a little offshoot. And mm-hmm. camping like in that little circle. Like, I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. You know, I just, I'm not a hiker. Like, I'm really not.
1: We're just not active people. Let's just be honest. Well, I'm pretty, honest. I'm pretty
0: active. Like, you're
1: not. You say that your job is active, but you are not active.
0: Like, outside of my job, no, I'm not that active, but like, I'm an active person. Like, I can hike. I'm not saying like I'm going to, I'm you're not
1: saying you're overweight and you can't fucking endure it, but we are not active people.
0: Well, it's because I choose not to be.
1: I Like, but you understand that we are not active. You are not active.
0: Outside of work, I am not active.
1: And if you did not have a job that was active, you would not be active. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying, like, you're not, like, you were blessed with good genetics. Yes. But you are not an active person.
0: I mean, I do, like, 10,000 steps a day. Like, I close my rings. At work? Exactly. But that's out- active. Okay. Whatever. We could agree to disagree. Okay. I close my rings.
1: But if you had a sedentary job, mm-hmm. you would not be active outside of that.
0: Probably not.
1: Okay. That's what I'm saying. So you're not, you're only active because you have to be because of your job.
0: I mean, that's true, but that doesn't mean I'm not active. But you're anyway. misunderstanding. I'm not going hiking. I don't want to go hiking. I'm definitely not that active.
1: You don't have to go hiking.
0: I'm not going to. I'll sit there at the campground. Wherever we're
1: at. John's just proving my point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, uh, speaking of... Well, we're going to bring back a normalism to end this show out. Mm -hmm. For dinner tonight, what are we having?
0: Uh, we are having beef bourguignon. So I'm trying something a little different this time around, but I'm smoking most of everything. The mashed potatoes, I'm going to smoke them first. Do you have
1: the cobbler on already?
0: No, that's why I'm glad you, I was about ready to end it in three okay. minutes. That way I could prep it. But anyway, I'm doing smoked mashed potatoes. So I'm going to bake, bake the potatoes in the smoker. And then the insides, I'm going to scrape out, make mashed potatoes out of them. The beef bourguignon is boiling in the smoker right now with normal ingredients. And then once the meat's done, I'm going to reduce the liquid and have some amazing beef and mashed potatoes. And then I'm going to make a huckleberry (laughs) cobbler because that's what we have. And it should be delicious. I did make a huckleberry. I did in in the Dutch oven. I did make a huckleberry cobbler. Um, cocktail last night, which was pretty good.
1: It was pretty good. I was mad about it though.
0: It's because you weren't ready for it.
1: No, you can't just like blindside me. John like loves to try to like surprise me with new and exciting foods, and I'm like, you gotta like mentally prepare me.
0: Well, I was kind of like hoping it got that that huckleberry vodka type vibe mm-hmm. within a Moscow Mule, mm-hmm. which. I think if you were prepared for it, you'd be like, that actually kind of sounds fucking good.
1: Yeah, like if you had asked me before, I'd be like, okay. But you brought me up like a drink that had color to it. And I was like, what the fuck are you giving me right now?
0: Which is weird because Huckleberry Vodka is clear as fuck.
1: Yeah, I don't know how this all goes. So, anywho, we're having beef bolognese or however you fucking say it. Bolognese,
0: it's bourguignon.
1: Okay, well, with uh, Huckleberry Cobbler. And our dinner apparently is... Like two minutes from being done. Lightbright, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody else, thank you for joining us. Um
0: Welcome back. Welcome
1: back. We're we'll see where this goes. I don't want to overpromise me like we're gonna be here this day this time. We're gonna shoot by the hip. So best case scenario, follow the Turfy show and get notified when we're here.
0: Yeah, I mean that is the best case scenario. Um
1: glad we got to see you as well.
0: But we love you guys. Yeah and glad to be back even if it is possibly in it is lim- what it is limited capacity
1: yeah we'll see we'll see where life takes us and what yep. happens
0: for sure all right until next time we love you guys and
1: have a wonderful evening
0: there we go